back to the fast break, episode 136. And today we, we will be predicting the second round of the playoffs. Uh, in my opinion, this is really where the, the playoffs get interesting. Aaron, you mentioned toward the end of the episode yesterday, it was nearly chalked, except for the uh, Hawks or the Knicks. So uh, obviously it wouldn't be fun to skip the first round, but it pretty much could have been skipped. Um, so we'll, uh, I guess we'll start in the West, as we usually do. With uh, the Jazz Clippers, the Jazz, uh, Jazz are up one out the time we were recording this. So, Aaron, what's your prediction for the rest of the series? Um, I it's interesting that we're doing our predictions now because we've seen a bit of these matchups. Obviously, we're already into the the three games through of or no, 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 two games through of some of these some of these matchups. And personally, Game One really explained a lot of things for the series for me. The Jazz were so bad in the first quarter. I, I I stayed up to watch this game last night. The the Jazz I think missed like 19 straight field goals in the first quarter. Uh, the, the went on like a the Clips went on like a 22 to two run. Like they were so bad, could not make a shot. Uh, missing Mike Conley really was hurting them because they had no offensive flow. And then they ended up winning by three, even with this horrible start. We're able to make it close and Donovan Mitchell's 45 or whatever. Like he, he really turned it on, was able to propel them past the Clippers. So uh, really my pick is largely based on game one, where if the Jazz can have this bad of a start without one of their all-stars and still end up winning, I'm not sure how they can end up losing this series, which is uh, really good for me at least. So I'm going to have to go uh, Jazz in six. I think I may have gone seven without seeing game one, but, I'm going to have to go Jazz in six for, uh, yeah, this series. I am also going Jazz in six. And uh, really based – I game one, in my opinion, I'm not looking at or analyzing anything the Jazz did. It's just uh, Paul George had one of those nights again, shot about 22% from the field. Um, and as a second star, you, you can't consistently have rough playoff games like that. Back to pandemic P, as, as they infamously call him. Um, so Kawhi Leonard was, was good. He wasn't wasn't insane, Kawhi Leonard, but uh, the Clippers we've seen Tyloo's schemes slash game plans slash whatever you want to call it haven't been great. Uh, where Quinn Snyder's have, in my opinion, uh, and Mitchell was was amazing. Gilbert was good. Uh, I just think the Jazz are a better team. They're better prepared. They're better coached. So I think the Jazz will win. Yeah, I agree, and, and it's going to be interesting to see. I think no matter which West team makes it to the finals, like it's going to feel weird. I mean, having the, the jazz or the Suns or the nuggets in the finals, I mean, it, it's just going to be uh, really just almost hard to like grasp how amazing that is or uh, how, how weird it is that uh, one of these teams has made it after we haven't seen any of them in the finals and uh, in, in our, in our lifetime. Yep. Um, I, you know, I think this this series will go six, but I don't think it'll be that close. I just think Utah – I think there's a much better team. Obviously, in the beginning of the year, I would not have said that because the Clippers – even the beginning of the playoffs, the Clippers were, were my pick to win the title. I just – that that first-round series, they're much deeper, much better than the Mavericks, and Luka still managed to make that a very interesting series. I'm just not seeing when you see from L.A. right now. Yeah, I, I guess we shouldn't really, like, blow them off. Like, they're still a very good team. Um, statistically, I mean, they're still amazing, still your favorite at one point. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a hard series. I mean, I I'm gonna, might have to bite my tongue after uh, the next couple games. We'll just have to see what happens. 
Yep. All right. Moving on to the other semifinal in the West, we've got Denver and Phoenix, the three and two, although many uh, media pundits and others in the basketball world expected that we could see six, seven between Portland and LA. Um, so I believe Phoenix won game one. We've got game two tonight as we are recording this. Um, Phoenix it has an early lead. So what are your thoughts on that series? I did not even check this game. I thought it started at 9.30. Oh, you're I'm, talking, about, I, you're talking saying, about the series. You're talking about the series. Oh, I, yeah. I, I thought you were talking about the game right now. I was like, oh, all right. Um, Yeah, they, I mean, they do have a 1-0 start. I think it, it, this is good for them. I'm, I am picking the Suns. Um, I, I think I will go in six to play it safe because we don't know what level Nikola Jokic will play at. But the Suns are just a very complete team. Although they may seem young or inexperienced, like they have a very clear starting five, very clear bench. Everyone knows their roles. They play as a team together, and they have their star when it comes to it with Devin Booker. So, um, I, I Jazz Jazz uh, Suns is my prediction for um, the uh, Western Conference Finals. Uh, I didn't yet to make my finals prediction. Actually, I have. It's the Jazz, but I I think that this series will be interesting at the least uh but i i i don't think that uh, the nuggets the nuggets without jamal murray are really missing a lot yep yeah, completely agree the suns have really everything you need uh they've got young talent they've got playoff experience with jay crowder and chris paul they've got a they've got a, a star in Devin booker um denver i just don't trust their their guard play their backcourt uh, of composite rivers to be able to do it again um I wasn't as strong in saying how bad they are because they they played good reputation wise. They have nothing um, compared to, to, to CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard. But I just don't I don't have trust in them to be able to beat Chris Paul and Devin Booker in a seven game series. So I'll go. I will also I'll go Phoenix in, in six as well. Yeah, I think that I mean Jamal Murray. He last year was matching Donovan Mitchell in that first round series, and many people argued he was their best player. I mean, multiple just insane scoring games like uh multiple 40 multiple 30 just over and over was just their player late games throughout the whole game seemed like their leader and now he's missing Jokic is the MVP and uh, this team is looking a little different yeah you can never count the MVP out I think um, most times this team really Jokic might be all they have obviously Porter Jr. has been been really good but uh Phoenix could win this one in five, honestly. I think it's more likely to go five than seven. I, I, yeah, I agree because the the Nuggets just have some holes. I mean, Jokic isn't an insane defender. Not that Aiton's an, an insane threat, but I, I think that there, there's just too many too many issues with the Nuggets for them to be able to pull out another uh, upset. I, I don't know how much of an upset it was to beat the the uh trailblazers but i think it would be a bit of an upset if they beat this sun's team yep um i think also think monty williams is a very i, I wouldn't say underrated since he was second coach of the year but i think he's underappreciated at times yeah. uh, he's a very good coach i think he like you mentioned uh denver's holes can be exploited which i think monty williams will uh will devise a game plan to do to do just that so uh do you want to pick the west's finals or just move on to the east I mean, we can go ahead and, and, and pick it. I, I have Jazz Sons. I mentioned it earlier. I have Jazz. I don't know how many games I would go in. Probably seven just to play it safe. But as I said from the start of this playoffs, I have the Jazz in my finals. You know, this is a very close. I've gone back and forth. But I will also go Jazz in seven. Very, very, very close. I think these two teams are very equally matched. Um, both have a lot of strengths, two great coaches. 
Um, so it, if we, I hope we get this, it'll be a very fun series to watch. I um, I also hope they have Conley because it, 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 without Conley, I don't know if I pick them because Joe Ingles and in their starting lineup has been a bit of the me- bit of a mess. And if he misses 17 games like he did earlier in the season with the exact – he missed 14, 17. If he misses that many, I mean, he'll miss the whole first round or the whole second round and then maybe even dipping into the Western Conference Finals or, yeah, Western Conference Finals if they make it that far. So he, he's a bit of an X factor for me, just, just really his availability. Yep. All right, let's go to the East now. Uh, we've got one four series tied at one apiece. We've got Atlanta and Philadelphia. Uh, two, two games that were pretty much blowouts, but became kind of close at times in the end. Um, Atlanta winning game one and Philly winning game two. I don't, I don't think game one was really a blowout. They only won by four, right? It was a 25 point game at halftime. Oh, I'm saying. oh, I guess you're right. I mean, I guess the, you're right. The score doesn't show anything. It, it, the Hawks got off to that start. Um, but the the 76ers in game two definitely that that was a blowout. I mean they were up by 20 most of the game, and uh, even with Embiid's health maybe in question, I think that this Hawks team just really didn't know what to do with that kind of deficit. Uh, they don't really have a huge veteran present, at least not not in their starting lineup, and so it was kind of Kevin Herter with the most points at half, and then Trey Young trying to create something, and ends up just kind of taking some dumb deep shots. And uh, I, my, my prediction, it's going to be Sixers and six. Um, uh, you may disagree because you do not seem to be a big fan of the Sixers team. I don't know if you'll go as far to say they lose the series, but I think that the Philadelphia just should be a lot more dominant and hopefully they can uh, carry it out. I, I'll, I'll still give the Hawks a game. I mean, they're very good, but I, I don't think they can match uh, the one seed in this series. All right, I've got Philly in seven. Um, I think Philly, Philadelphia definitely figured something out in the second half of game one. Um, you don't – a team as talented as the Hawks doesn't blow a 30-point lead like that and nearly lose that game. And Philly came out dominant, got up by 17 in the first quarter of game two. Uh, I think I think they split the games in Atlanta, come back to Philly, and Philly goes up 3-2. Uh, then we get a close game six, but then Philly, uh, Philly will win game seven. Joel Embiid is the best player in the series. Uh, I, I think the supporting cast are pretty even. Um, I just – I think Joel Embiid will do enough to get Philly to the to conference finals. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it's fun to see the fans in the stands. You mentioned earlier that the Mavericks really seem to uh, use their home court to their advantage. I think they were the first team to go full capacity. The Jazz are also in full capacity. We'll see how that affects uh, these young players on the Hawks. Uh, so far, Trey Young has seemed to – really uh, make that part of his personality, really playing up to the crowd in uh, the first series for him. So uh, it'll be exciting to follow this series of uh, – in the East, it's definitely the more interesting one for me, although it may have not uh, seemed like it going into it. Yep, all right. Brooklyn-Milwaukee now. I guess maybe the most – not surprising, just uh, most newsworthy series of the second round. Yeah, I mean, th- these were the two teams who I thought were the best two teams. And, I mean, without James Harden, the Nets still, like, were dominant. Uh, even though the Bucks seems like they have the tools to guard them, especially when there's only two. Like, you would think Drew Holiday should be able to lock up Kyrie. Just, uh, I mean, maybe not lock him up or at least limit him somewhat. And then Giannis was a defensive player of the year. Like, and James Harden or Kevin Durant was still torching him. So, 
I'm not sure how this Nets team can lose to anyone if this Bucks team, who seems uh, built to defend them, is struggling this much. Yeah, I've got Brooklyn in four. This series is over. Four. Uh, is gone. Uh, Milwaukee, I don't know what to do. Giannis, uh, there, there are times where they're putting, like, Nick Claxton on them and or Blake Griffin and guarding him below the free throw line and daring him to shoot jumpers and he can't knock it down. Um, Middleton's been average after being a great in the first round of this. Uh, they missed DiVincenzo, uh, who is their Cypher Monster best defender. He, he's not going to stop any of the big three, but he could limit them more so than Drew Holiday. Um, they, don't, they don't really have a great shooting uh, threat, so I think Milwaukee's done. I mean, Middleton's an underrated defender too, but he still can't guard anyone to save his life. It's just amazing how good this Nets team is. They're playing, what's his name, Mike James or whatever? Is that his name? I've never even heard of him. And all of a sudden he's playing 20 minutes because they're blowing him out that bad. Like it's, it's, it's amazing how, how good this team is. And I think it's, uh, similar to this Warriors team, at least offensively, I think the Nets might even be better. It's scary to see how good they can be with James Harden. Yeah, I'm. I guess if we want to pick the final of the West, the East Finals, uh, rather now, uh, I would go Nets in five against Philly. I, I mean, I'd probably have to go five as well. I think the Bucks are better than Philly, and so you predicted them in four. So I'm not sure how it could be much different. Uh, Nick had said earlier in one of the episodes I did with just him that the. Sixers are built to guard the Nets, something like that. How, like, Embiid is, like, the perfect – something about Matisse-Stiple. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that, I don't think that's going to happen, um, especially with Ben Simmons probably needing to match the Nets offensively. I don't know if he can do that. And, I mean, continuing the finals prediction, I don't – as much as I love my Jazz, I don't think they really stand a chance against the Nets team. Uh, it's two kind of opposite teams. The Nets are kind of built, uh, not not built from this floor up. They kind of just gather these stars all of a sudden. The Jazz have obviously been uh, on this path for years and years. So, uh, but but still, either either way, uh, I I would predict the Nets to win the finals no matter who they play, and probably in five or six. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think really anybody's built to guard or stop the Nets. They've got three of the greatest scores of this generation. Um, I don't think there's any blueprint to stop them until we see it. Oftentimes the best game plan is seeing what works, but they haven't played many games together as a whole. When they do, they can be stopped. So we, we haven't really seen what works against them. So I'm not sure if there's any, any blueprint that can stop the Nets. Yeah, I agree. This is one of the teams that seem good on paper and is good when you watch them. I mean, the only question was maybe their chemistry, um, because I think when we, when the James Harden trade just came out, uh, all three of us really were a little hesitant. I think I was maybe the most um, in awe that it was even happening, and you two were still a, a little questioning on if it could work. But obviously, we've all came to this conclusion that they're they're pretty much unstoppable. The Nets are amazing. We'll see how many years they can do this because obviously they'll be back a year after year, and even if one of their players falls, they have two more can they can uh, pick it up so it's incredible to watch them yeah you know i i i you know never want to say a playoff is weak i just think while the injuries the lakers are out i i think next year will be a tougher road to the finals i don't think 
I mean, I'd be willing to bet pretty safely the Nets win the finals this year. But uh, with the with Clay Thompson back, I think the Warriors will be scary next year. The Lakers make some moves; they'll be good. Uh, Clippers still be strong. So I think next year could be challenging. But right now, whether it's the Jazz, Suns, or Nuggets, or even the Clippers, I don't see the Nets losing that finals. Yeah, it's interesting that now the East may have the best two teams uh, in the in this entire playoffs. Arguably three, though. I don't think many people would say that. Obviously, the West year after year was just considered the much stronger conference. But now, I mean, the Lakers are out. The Clippers were almost out. But next year, there'll be a lot of new contenders. I mean, the Lakers are always going to be there. The Suns are only going to get older and likely better. The, the Nuggets will be healthy. The Mavericks, who knows the changes they're going to make. Obviously, you mentioned the Warriors. I mean, there's going to be a lot, lot of teams in competition with them. Who knows what the Bucks make? I don't think it's a guarantee that like there's firings happening. Um, Budenholzer, I, I don't think necessarily is a lock to be fired, especially if they can maybe pull out or stretch the season this series a little. But no matter what changes happen, I, I think you are definitely right on that. No, no team can beat them this year. All right. I think it's all we got for today. Uh, we'll leave that boot and holds note there. I have a slight disagreement, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. We have a coach coaching chain specific episode for 137. So thanks for listening. We'll see you then.